Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. As we continue on in the book of Acts, this is the day that we crack into double digits as we look at Acts chapter 10, starting at verse 1. In Caesarea, there lived a Roman army officer named Cornelius, who was a captain of the Italian regiment. He was a devout, God-fearing man, as was everyone in his household. He gave generously to the poor and prayed regularly to God. One afternoon, about three o'clock, he had a vision in which he saw an angel of God coming toward him. Cornelius, the angel said. Cornelius stared at him in terror. What is it, sir? He asked the angel. The angel replied, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have been received by God as an offering. Now send some men to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter. He is staying with Simon, a tanner who lives near the seashore. As soon as the angel was gone, Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier, one of his personal attendants. He told them what had happened and sent them off to Joppa. This is the first time that Luke really records anything about the Romans in the book of Acts. Uh, We see in his gospel that he delves into uh, this people group, uh, this civilization, as it were, as in Uh, like we said in his gospel, but this is the first time in the book of Acts that he is talking about uh, this people group. And uh, we'll get into it a little bit more as he steps a little deeper into these uh, political and cultural waters regarding uh, this civilization and their interactions and their influence in the nation of Israel. But generally speaking, as you read the Bible, they're viewed typically as the bad guys, right? The antagonists of the story. The Israelites don't like them. They thought that the Messiah, in fact, is going to come in in force and in power in order to save them from the Romans, to rescue them and deliver them and restore uh, the former glory of their nation. And we, uh, there were ex- exceptions to this, uh, the Romans generally being uh, ruthless and uncaring about the Israelites, but this is one uh, man who is the exception. This man named Cornelius, and we see that he's a centurion, which means that he is an officer in the Roman army, not just a mere soldier, but an officer, and he is in the command of a hundred other soldiers. And we see that his household, both family and servants, are devout worshipers of God. Uh, That means that uh, not just his family, but also his servants. And that's interesting to point out because you would think that uh, the servants would just follow suit because uh, of the actions of their master without any second thought. But it seems to be the way that Luke is recording this, that they are willing and active participants in worshiping God. So as we have Cornelius on the roof of his house about three o'clock, we have Cornelius uh, praying to God, and th- we, we know this because three o'clock is a time of prayer for th- those who practice the Jewish faith. And he has this vision, and an angel appears to him and, and starts talking. And you'll notice a pattern in the Bible as you read it more and more, is that whenever angels show up, people are terrified. And almost always, the first thing that is said to them is not to be afraid. Don't be afraid. And the exception here, it's interesting that uh, Luke doesn't record that this is the first part of that message, but instead the angel starts off, write it with instructions, and 
Uh, the way that Cornelius addresses him, you would think that Cornelius thought that this was God. He knew very clearly that this was not an ordinary man, but that this messenger was divine. And he thought that it was God, and the angel clears that up right away. He says, your prayers and your offerings uh, and your how you've been treating to the poor have been received by God as an offering. In other words, he is speaking on behalf of God, and he gives him instructions uh, regarding the whereabouts of this man named Simon Peter, someone he doesn't know yet, but someone that we are very well familiar with. And what Luke is doing here, it's kind of this preface. Uh, he's building up to something truly significant, and it's a, it's a literary feature, and I know saying that, half of you have already disengaged, like, oh man, I'm already bored. Uh, you're starting to talk about grammar and, and story structures and all of that. It's important here because Luke is using this as a preface as he builds up to something really important. Uh, the, his obedience here uh, that Cornelius is showing in immediately sending messengers to fulfill this message from his vision shows uh, just how significant this story is going to be. And as we consider this and as we build up to uh, Peter being called upon uh, by the servants that Cornelius sent out to him, uh, I want us to consider uh, a few episodes ago, we had you uh, think of someone that you imagined that would never become a Christian, and I wanted you to start praying for them. So the continuation of that today is our discussion point. I want you to continue to pray for that person that you imagined would never become a Christian. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistol. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.